Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 36 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode because today I'll be sharing with you some tales from Atlanta. That's right. I'll be sharing a few stories with you from my time growing up in Atlanta. And you want to know why? Because that's where I'm at right now. By the time you're listening to this, I am in Atlanta, Georgia. I am here to wish my sister and her husband well while we celebrate their baby on the way. So, you know, with me going and inspired this episode, why not share some stories from growing up in Atlanta? You know, like I told you before, the best way to get to know someone is by listening to this story. Before we dive into the stories, let's start with the podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, and you would like to support this podcast, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one person. I deeply appreciate it. Okay, let's jump into score. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. To all my goal seekers out there, how are you doing? Today, I just want to give you the message of consistency. You know, we spoke in the last episode how it's not easy to keep going. It's not easy to remain consistent. But this episode, I wanted to just harp on the importance of it. Okay, give it your all the best you got so you can live the life you want to live. Living means to achieve your dreams. Go ahead. Achieve your dreams. It requires a lot of effort. It requires a lot of work. But if anybody can do it, I know you can. And the reason why I know that is because you've been doing so. And if you would like to join our community of progression, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is go to the official website of this podcast, which is www. Let's skip the smalltalk.com. Click on the tab that reads score. Then, after you scroll past our beautiful goal tracker, you can submit your goal one or two ways. You can either fill out the text box below the tracker or you can send a quick voice message 5, 10, 15 seconds. Hey, my name is such and such, and I would like to achieve one goal, two, or three goals. Hey, however many you like. Like I said, you're more than welcome to join. We'll be happy to have you. All right. Once again, Goal Seekers, keep on stepping and try your hardest to be consistent. Okay? Because consistency never fails. All right. 
With that being said, guys, let's jump into story time. Let's go down to the A. Okay, let's go down to Atlanta, guys. First and foremost, if you didn't know, I was actually born in Atlanta, Georgia. Decatur, to be exact. Shortly afterwards, we moved to Boston, Massachusetts, Dorchester, to be exact, for a few years. Then to New Jersey for a couple of years, East Orange, to be exact. Then to Memphis, Tennessee, for a couple of years. Shelby County, to be exact. Anybody out there from any of those places? All right. So when I was eight years old, we returned to Georgia. And to be exact, we moved to Riverdale. So we was in Riverdale for a a year or two. Yeah, for about a year and a half, two years. Then we moved to Jonesboro. And that's where a good chunk of my childhood existed. Walnut Creek, to be exact. I remember vividly going to our new house for the first time. It was May of the year 2000, right? I was 10 years old. I remember this because my 10-year-old birthday party was a couple of weeks prior, right? My birthday's April 22nd. And I remember my mom telling me that, hey, son, we're moving soon. So this year for your birthday, we won't be able to go all out, okay? We're going to do something small and it'd be good, okay? It'd be fun. And I remember on my birthday, I was pouting. You know, I looked over at the gifts and it wasn't as many gifts as usual. Yeah, you know, I was I was spoiled uh, to a certain extent. Weren't we all? And um, so I remember my mom, she actually pulled me away and uh, into the room. And she said, like, hey, if you don't get your act together, then we could just stop all of this uh, since you're not being grateful. And needless to say, I quickly got my act together and I started smiling and started enjoying myself. But yeah, I remember the first time walking into our new big red and white house. I remember going into my new room. This is my first time having my own room and seeing all the sport decals on the wall, the baseball player, the basketball player shooting a jump shot, the running back. It was so cool. It was so cool. Um, I got to pick up my own carpet. It was so cool. We all had our own rooms. Me, my older brother, Marquise, my two younger sisters, Kitor and Charity. It was good. Everyone fell in love with the house at first sight. Uh, I was in fifth grade. I was in fifth grade uh, when we moved there. And I went to Hawthorne Elementary. And like many other kids in the neighborhood, they went to Hawthorne Elementary as well. It was a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids in the neighborhood. I remember when I started going outside, somehow, some way, I found my way up the street, about six, seven houses up the street, not too far, you know, about a five minute walk or so forth. But I walked up the street and I heard a bunch of kids yelling and jumping on a trampoline in the backyard. So I walked right up to them. And I introduced myself. Hey, my name is Ty. And then I hopped right on and joined right in. 
that day, I met Malcolm. I met Michael, Dustin, Hope, TJ, Jamal, Javon. Like I said, it was a bunch of us. And we'll be out there jumping on that trampoline every day. Or we'll be taking turns riding the one go-kart. Uh, Michael, Dustin, I hope they had one go-kart. And we all used to take turns. It was like nine of us. And one person ride it down the street. And then they get to ride it back. We'll be out there all day. Uh, and if we wasn't doing that, we was in Malcolm's driveway playing basketball on his goal. You know, uh, we found a way to have fun, you know. Uh, fifth grade came. Fifth grade came and went. And then I was off to middle school, Monday's Mill Middle School. Uh, middle school, middle school was interesting because middle school, uh, I'm not sure how it was for you guys, but middle school is all about new, you know, like new hormones. Uh, school is different, meaning like you get to walk to your classes. So new freedom, new liberty. It's, it was all new. It was a whole new world. Um, and sixth grade was actually, you know, 9-11 happened. Um, we were all at school, obviously. And I remember uh, everyone had to go to the gymnasium. And then the buses came early. And we, uh, everyone went home. That's one of my fondest middle school memories because no one knew what was happening. And I went home and my parents told me. It's crazy because my dad, he worked at the airlines. You know, he actually retired from Delta. But uh, I remember... Him and my mother telling me about it and I, and how things changed for me and my family because the airport went into uh, a bit of a drought afterwards. Like a lot of flights stopped. You know, my dad originally was working for Northwest Airlines, but that airline ended up getting um, brought out and it merged with Delta. You know, a lot of airlines were merging because they couldn't they couldn't survive on their own anymore. So a lot changed, you know. But yeah, I remember that a lot about middle school. Another fond memory about middle school is uh, being on the telephone, those conference calls, those four-way calls, and me and the guys, me and my friends, we're all on there. And we're watching wrestling while on the phone. That was <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Wow, that was fun. Another thing about middle school, like I said, hormones. You know. Now you're starting to notice the girls and the girls are starting to notice you. And, you know, as a boy, you realize quickly on that the girls, they like the the funny guys or the bad boys. And I wasn't really much a funny guy, so I fell into the bad area. And this is one of the things I really, really remember about middle school. In school, I remember purposefully like doing things to get in trouble. Because I was getting attention. But when I got home, my dad and my mom, they'd be talking to me. And, and my dad would be like, son, if you don't get yourself together, I'm going to be sitting next to you in class. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, nobody wants their parent to come sit in with them in class. You know, it's so embarrassing. So uh, I got it together. By eighth grade, you know. You know, by eighth grade, you're kind of like the, the king of the hill, the king of the school, all the eighth graders. So, 
you done been there, done that, sixth grade's over, seventh grade over. So you kind of just relax and just focus on your work. So eighth grade, I was, I was good to go. You know, I was making good grades and, uh, ready for high school. And high school sure did come, you know, love, joy, high school. Oh man, uh, man, one of the fondest memories I have about high school is running to the bus stop every morning with my books in my hand. You know, I couldn't leave the house for nothing for a decent amount of time for me to just walk up. You know, I put my new outfit on, my new shoes on, and then I'm running out the gate, putting creases already in my white Air Force Ones. Crazy. But I ran to the bus a lot. And uh, sometimes I caught it and sometimes I didn't. The times I didn't, I did not want to go back home and tell my dad or my mom that I missed the bus because I knew what would happen. A long lecture. That's what high school was about for me. Lectures on top of lectures. So to avoid one less lecture, I just walked to school, which is about a what? From Walnut Creek to Lovejoy, it was maybe about like 45 minutes if I took my sweet time, like an hour. I'm saying I definitely missed first period. I think I got there like in the middle of second period. You know, I remember that happening a lot. Uh, Outside of that, uh, one of the things I remember throughout this time period, you know, I would say maybe like 14, 15 years old now. uh, Malcolm and I, we used to go cut people's grass. We used to walk up to their front door, ring their doorbell. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. We would love to cut your grass. Da, 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 you know, the front lawn or the back lawn. And some people would say yes. So we'd go home and get our lawnmowers and we'd be out there cutting. And we'd get like uh, like $20 a piece, sometimes $30 a piece. One time, me and Malcolm, we, we got a $40 one. You know, it was an $80 job when we, we always split it up, me and my guy. And after that, we do one of two things. Either we walk straight to the Chinese food place uh, over there by Kroger in that little plaza and uh, get some Chinese food with these braised wings with this red tangy sauce. So crazy. I still remember it to this day like it was yesterday. <laughs> or we saved that money for Saturday because if you knew what Saturday nights was, me and Malcolm, we were late to the game. But boy, when we arrived, did we play? Yes. Soon we was put on to skate zone. And so 14, 15 years old, that's a lot of, of what we were doing Saturday night. We're actually either my mom or Malcolm's dad uh, or his brother to drive us out tomorrow to skate zone. And so what would happen at 10 o'clock, all the skates go away. And then, uh, you know, all the, all the teenagers just come out in the middle of the skating ring and just dance, just dance for about an hour, hour 45 and so it was fun. It was, it was it was like our own little club, so to speak. You know, me and Malt, we was amazed at first. It was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. They do what there? Like when our friend told us, we're like, nah. And that's when we found out about dancing. So we, we used to do that. We used to go be some entrepreneurs, make our own money. And then we used to uh, go celebrate, <laughs> go celebrate at our own little teen club. That's funny. Oh, man. You know, I lived in Atlanta from 1998 to 2007. So when I was 17 years old, um, it was just time for a change of scenery. You know, it's a, it's crazy because 
Um, you know, that was my childhood home. But at 17, you guys know, 16, 17, 18, you start to think, uh, you know it all. You start to think you've grown. And at this point, I wasn't doing very good in school. This is my senior year, too. I wasn't doing very good in school. I was like being very, I was being tardy. And so I was at the point where I was going to have to do open campus. Anybody remember open campus out there? I didn't want to do that. And so I asked my mom if I could finish the second half of my senior year in Boston, Massachusetts uh, with my Nana. You know, my Nana was living in Boston and uh, she she let me go. Her and my daddy let me go. That was tough. You know, that's a whole nother episode talking about leaving the nest and then you know, having to uh, fend for yourself. You know, things are different when you can't run to mommy and daddy anymore. Uh, but once again, that that be tales from Boston. We, we do that. But yeah, uh, 2007, I had moved from Atlanta. And, uh, you know, and then I went back afterwards for like holidays, my sister's graduations, uh, Malcolm graduation for a host of things. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm here right now. You know, I try to get to Atlanta, especially before COVID. I try to get there about, you know, I try to go twice a year, you know, at least. And sometimes I got there three times. Uh, but this is my first time in Atlanta since 2019. So I'm happy to be here spending time with my family, celebrating my sister and her husband and newborn. But yeah, yeah, that's Tales from Atlanta. Many, many, many more stories that I'm sure you will hear in the future episodes of this podcast. But I just wanted to just share a little bit of my childhood with you. Okay, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. Get your treats, everyone. Get your treats. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something to read, something to watch, or something to do. You know what? Since we're talking about my childhood, home, and town, Atlanta, I want to stay on brand. And I want to recommend a movie that I enjoyed as a teenager growing up. And I actually went to the movie theaters on my birthday to see this. My mom took me and we seen the movie Holes starring Shia LaBeouf. And that was one of my favorite childhood movies which is one of the reasons why I'm sharing it with you, because that memory uh, is just so vivid and it stands out. But the movie is very good. I, I will still watch it today. Uh, I can't wait to watch it with Aaliyah. When she gets a little older, you know, she's about to be six years old. And like I said, I watched that movie when I was 13. So she has some years to go. It's starring Shia LaBeouf. And it is about uh, him and his family with bad luck. And he has to go to this like detention camp where he's Digging up up holes. He finds a way to break his family curse. Uh, but you got to watch the movie to uh, see for yourself how he's able to do so. It's a good family movie. You know, I recommend maybe 10 or older. But once again, it all depends on the maturity of your child. You know, there's some language in there. A little bit of content that may be difficult for some younger children to understand. Or that they just may not be ready for it just yet. But hey, to each his own. Um, but yeah, that movie is available on Disney Plus right now. Holes starring Shia LaBeouf. Okay, now for something to read. Well, you know what, guys? I'm going to recommend one of my favorite childhood books around the age of 14. I was introduced to the wonderful author Mildred D. Taylor. 
Everyone out there, I know you guys had to read some of these books in school as part of the program, whether it was Roller Thunder, Hear My Cry, uh, many, many of them that she wrote. But one that stood out to me the most that I'm going to share with you and recommend that you read is Let the Circle Be Unbroken by Mildred D. Taylor. It is a saga. And the book right before is Roller Thunder, Hear My Cry. You know, the book takes place in the 1940s, I believe, 1930s, 40s, 50s. It's around that time period. And it's about a African-American family that has their own land. You know, they don't have to be sharecroppers, which is wonderful. But it talks about the struggles that they deal with in the rural down south town that they lived in, you know, the racism they dealt, you know, the racism they dealt with on a daily basis and just how they navigated throughout that time. You know, one of the sad parts of the book is one of the young boys, his name is Stacy, one of the sons, his uh, friend TJ, he was accused of uh, murdering, murdering a white man and TJ didn't do it, but you know, at that time, whatever the white man said went. And unfortunately, TJ was sentenced to death. And that had a, a huge toll. And that took a huge toll on the family. You know, TJ was a friend of the family. But from there, Stacy ended up running off uh, to go find work. You know, he, he just couldn't take it anymore. But it deals with stuff like that. You know, like I said, it's a story about a black family, African-American family. In the 1930s and 40s, trying to navigate through the rural town that they lived in, which was in Mississippi. Uh, So you guys check it out. Check it out. Let the Circle Be Unbroken. It's a very popular saga by a very popular author, Mildred D. Taylor. And I know a lot of us read these books growing up in middle school and like in ninth grade, 10th grade. So I know you guys may remember it. Uh, Timeless, timeless books, beautiful writing. Okay, now for something to do. What I recommend that you do is gather around with your family and play a board game. Spend some quality time with your family. Make a new memory. Share some laughs and enjoy yourself. Whether it's a tournament of checkers, whether it's a long game of Monopoly, or someone pull out the deck of Cards Against Humanity and you guys play that. Whatever you guys enjoy, enjoy it together. Okay. All right. Once again, if you enjoy this episode, Tales from Atlanta, and you would like to support this podcast, then by all means, please send this episode to one person in your phone. Send the link to them. I deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. What is one of your fondest childhood memories? Thank you.